It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coop and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Coots. Well, we have a have a funny one to talk about today. Yeah, we do. Uh, we didn't have a podcast last week because it was, it was a Halloween. Halloween weekend and we had stuff going on that Saturday and that yep. Sunday. Ghostbuster so, stuff. Ghostbuster stuff. Yep. Because the movie's coming up and we will be talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife, but zero spoilers of course and every movie that we review that's out in theaters right now we do not spoil it at all we just kind of give you our opinion what you think what we think and what you think you'll how we think you'll think about it and all that stuff so but first we have a movie we usually we were we watch some really awful movie and and the game is to go all the way through it to the begin to the very end of it right uh and sometimes we're pausing in the middle to find out how much is left but the one we did today, this week, was definitely not paused one time. Except to go to the bathroom or something. No, I, I oh my gosh, I laughed so hard during this movie. I had to get like a drink. I, I, I haven't laughed that much at a movie since since we watched Silent But Deadly. And it's it's intentionally funny. Oh, it, yeah, funny it is. Too. And, and it is very funny. The movie we saw... <laughs> okay. Basically, if you look at the cover of the movie, it, it looks like Elmo with a knife. Mm-hmm. Okay? But it's, uh, what is it? Uh, Benny. I blanked already. Benny, Benny Loves You loves is you. what it's called. Benny Loves You. You can find this on Showtime. Mm-hmm. Um, Showtime's app. You can watch it on there. And you should get Showtime's app because coming up tomorrow, actually, when this airs, it'll be It'll be yesterday. Monday. Um, the new ep- the new season of Dexter starts, mm-hmm. so we're looking forward to that. But uh, you should when you get it to watch that season of Dexter because you know we all got a poor ending on everybody says the ending was poor mm-hmm. uh, on that last season of Dexter. Um, you should get it to watch Dexter, but watch this one. It is hilarious. Yeah, as soon as the movie was over, I got on Amazon and bought the Blu-ray. <laughs> Like yeah. as soon, I, I mean, I liked it that much. There's a plush toy. Too. There is a plush toy you can buy too, and I would totally have thrown down for that if it had like the voice, the sound effects that, <laughs> that he made in the movie. Basically, the premise is this guy is a toy toy designer, and when he was a kid, um, he had this uh, little little bear. He calls it a bear, but it's got like long ears. It looks more like Elmo with long ears. Yeah, I mean, it's got a voice like Elmo, and it's it's basically a tickle me Elmo. It's what it is, really. With a knife, or uh, any other sharp implement it can find to kill your friends. Now <laughs> it's not really explained why he comes to life. I mean, no. there's like this before the credits. Uh, there's like a. I guess you call it a prologue where there's like a little girl and she's like a brat. Like she's, she is awful. <laughs> she's horrible. She is horrible. She, and, uh. So bad the mom has to, she's getting on her, or her iPad to mm-hmm. look up, can I, is it legal to slap my kid? Yeah. Is it illegal, <laughs> is it legal to smack my kid? <laughs> and then she does smack her. And when she does, the spittle saliva just flies out yeah. of her mouth like she yeah. had water in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. It is the funniest. It is. 
funny. Um, but it, this doesn't really explain because, like, in that prologue, like her toy comes to life, comes after her, yeah. and then um, the main character. Uh, well, I think it is kind of explained at the end because it's like you know these things uh, come to life if you throw them away. Oh yeah, they said yeah. if you throw them away. But there was like um, some kind of like demon thing that yeah. that the main character he uh, that saw he in saw in the hallway when he was a kid, <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. I guess that's what it's supposed to be. These demons are possessing the dolls or whatever. I guess. Then later, like his love interest, like apparently she had the same thing happen to her with a doll when she was. <laughs> Little porcelain a doll. Little porcelain doll when she was a kid. Uh, I think she said her name was Amy. The doll's name Something. was Amy. Yeah, it's... But the thing, this movie is really funny in that it has, like, really hilarious and dark humor jokes. And there's even one... Okay, if you're a dog lover, you're oh. probably going to get mad at this movie. <laughs> yeah. There's this really <laughs> awful scene with a dog that's just not good at all. Um, but uh, But, I mean, it's... It, it's pretty, you're pretty sure. I mean, it's it's definitely a fake dog. But still, oh, yeah. the whole idea oh, is yeah. messed it, up. It, it looks incredibly fake. If you love dogs, so. don't. The, that part's really going to push your buttons. But um, but it's, you know what? It's a great little movie. You should see it. It's really worth getting a Showtime app to watch this. Or if you just probably could rent it on Prime. Yeah, you can rent it, I think, like, for three bucks. Yeah, on Prime. Or so. I bought, I just bought the Blu-ray because it was. I bought the Blu-ray for like fifteen bucks. On it's Amazon. worth buying. It's really worth buying I liked and it rewatching. That much. I, I'd rewatch it. It's really a funny movie. Um, so yeah, his Benny loves let's you. Let's talk about uh, uh, the his parents. Oh, oh my gosh! I don't his, want to spoil. I it. don't either. But man, there's a whole thing his, with his parents. His parents, yeah, that bit with his parents <laughs> is the, is really dark and hilarious. I mean, the humor in this is extremely dark. I'm just gonna say it's very dark, but um, it's still kind of strangely. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of one of Peter Jackson's horror movies, a little bit. I mean, it wasn't as graphically gory as his, but it's still like fake gore enough to where it's like you can tell it's fake yeah it's really funny um like the fake head look look really the fake head was really fake (laughs) it was really (laughs) fake um but you know it's a great little movie you know i'll see it okay so richard and i saw a couple movies over the week um the first one i want to talk about is last night in soho which is uh um it's out in theaters right now and you should go see this uh it's really sad that it's not making the money that it, it that it was made for um, because it's it's close to my heart. Edgar Wright made this great. Yeah, movie. I, I'm. Ca- I mean, yeah, I'm not really happy about it. But Edgar Wright is a great filmmaker, and I don't know yes. why more people don't like him. But it seems like there's he only seems to get a small audience at the box office for yeah, each of his films. I don't know why. I don't. I honestly don't know why. Because this is a brilliant movie. I um I totally didn't see the twist at the end. I didn't see it coming. Um, it's you know it's. It's this wonderful story about this girl who is, uh, she's kind of psychic a little bit. She can see the dead or whatever and has this talent. Her mom apparently had the same talent and she died. Like she, she committed suicide. She committed suicide. But she sees her mom. But she sees her mother in the mirror when she looks in the mirror every once in a while. Um, but she goes to Soho. She, you know, 
is a art. She's a, a fashion design student at a college there in London. And um, again, you know, it's, this is one of those stories. I think that it's close to you know close to Edgar Wright's heart. It kind of has his same signature music mixed with the film. You know, kind of like Baby Driver was. There's some stuff like that. Um, but it's it's a beautiful movie. And it's shot really well. It looks amazing. Um, go see this movie. It's fantastic. I, you know, five out of five for me. Yep, five out of five for uh, me on I that just, one. You know, it's a fantastic movie. Even even though I am an Edgar Wright fan, and, you know, Cornetto Trilogy is the my favorite trilogy of all time. But that being that aside, it is a really good movie. Objectively, it's and, a really and it's good movie. different than all his other films that he's it done is so far. Definitely different. It, it's it's kind of a horror thriller type mm-hmm. thing. Mystery, um, mystery. Yeah, yeah. So really great. Um, let's see. What well, we went to see Eternals last night. We did, and saw it in IMAX. And here's the thing I want you to know about Eternals. Okay, it's getting poor reviews from critics, but they just need to go. I don't know what's wrong. Um, honestly, that, here's the thing. You all expect a movie, a Marvel movie, to be a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. You expect it to be quips and crazy action and cool story and all that stuff. But this has a fantastic story, but it's more of a drama than it, it is. is an action movie. It is, and you are going to get all the action. There's a lot of sure, action. Sure, there's a lot of cool action. But, but there is, like, a great character drama in between all the action. Yes. And I... I'm seeing reviews. People calling the characters bland. They're not. No. They're they're not very at all. interesting. I liked all the characters. I felt invested in them. Mm-hmm. And okay, and you know, it is very different from other Marvel movies in that in that way. MCU movies, I should say. I'm gonna go off on a little bit of a tangent here, but <laughs> you go, Richard. Okay. Well, something this movie has really highlighted that I'm starting to kind of get a little frustrated with in some of the other MCU. You movies is that they undercut all the dramatic moments with jokes after jokes after and there's a lot yeah. of humor in this too yeah, there but are. none of the major character moments and heavy subject matter is not immediately undercut by a joke to undo it and it's never really bothered me that much until Black Widow and I liked Black Widow I bought it mm-hmm. I liked it mm-hmm. but it has like such Black Widow's that character uh, and her story, her uh, origins is so dark, mm-hmm. and it. But then they, in the second half, they just cut it up with uh, constantly cutting it up with jokes. Yeah. And the one that bothered me the most was when they were talking about them have forcibly having their ovaries removed, and they just made it into a joke. Like, yeah. oh, men don't like talking about women's anatomy. It makes them undercut. Makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. And that just didn't sit right with it me. It didn't sit right with me either because it's a really tragic kind of story, you know, about them. Um, but this one, uh, look, there's a twist at the end. Um, there's there's basically a bunch of different character types, like character archetypes. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie has all of them. Um, and one of those is called the shapeshifter. And a shapeshifter character is a character that you trust all the way through, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, they change. And uh, it's it it has that, and it has that element, and it's really great. Um, and when it happens, you don't see it coming. It's like, oh my gosh, what? You know? And um, 
I, I really loved, uh, and man, the, the, the peril at the end of this, the stakes are so high. You know, it's, I think that the stakes are higher here than most of the Marvel movies that we've seen um, because it's so big. It's so big, you know, and so scary. I think there was a, you know, a moment in the movie where I saw, well, it's no secret that the Celestials are in this, you know, that this is about the Celestials. But when you see one, it's like, whoa. <laughs> That's a terrifying character is the Celestial when it shows up, and you're like, what in the world? Um, but, you know, there's a lot of surprises. A lot of stuff in the Marvel Universe kind of gets turned on its head a little bit. We get some different uh, background into the Marvel Universe mm -hmm. and what it is. Um, and so there's some cool reveals in this, some really cool reveals, and I was really impressed with them, you know, the way they did it. And this is probably the most standalone MCU film I've seen so far, because yeah. other than a few references to, you know, the Avengers and things like mm -hmm. that, they, they kind of stay divorced from the rest of the Avengers, right. you know, the rest of the films, but that, that's kind of in line with their characters. They're not, they don't interact with with the rest of the MCU, the rest of the world, because for years they've kind of just been hands-off for the most part, mm -hmm. staying back and influencing history. Um, but, yeah, I, I really loved that they took time to develop the characters. They had mm -hmm. these just these quiet moments that you just don't see in an MCU film. No. In, in most of the MCU films anymore. They did some of that earlier with, like, mm -hmm. in the earlier films with, like, Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk and that kind of thing, but those films, but they've kind of really moved away from that a lot yeah. and just started relying on jokes a yeah. lot, which really undercuts the characters, I feel like. It did. Yeah, it and, does. And and this one doesn't do that. And and it, I felt that the jokes that were in it, they hit right. Oh, yeah. The jokes were... Be, but. They, the jokes were great, and they, uh -huh. they, they did not come in and undercut any of the dramatic moments. Yeah. So yeah. that's that worked really well. But, you know, Chloe Zhao, you know, she's awesome. She just won Best Director at the Oscars and all that, mm -hmm. and she really brought a lot of, uh, I mean, even though these the Eternals are like, they're basically immortal, brought humanity, real humanity to these characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, she did. It, it, made a very thoughtful film, I feel like. Yeah. So, so. Um, I, it's really great. Mm. Uh, the, the next movie I didn't see. Richard saw this movie. Well, called, before we get to before that, we go one, to that one. Okay, you have let, something else I to just want to talk. Kind of... I'm not going to spoil it, but I just want to oh. talk about the mid credits scene. I'm oh, not going to spoil it, <laughs> yeah. but I, I I leaned over to Roger and explained to him about a character that they brought in because he didn't know about the character. <laughs> but when they introduced this character, and I'm not oh, going to yeah. say it again, spoil it. But my jaw dropped a little bit because I never thought they would introduce this character. And, and I hate using the, the, the term problematic because it's so overused. Yeah. But this one is. This is, it, this is a character where that, where that definition fully fits with the character. I'm not yeah. gonna, again, I'm not going to say who the character is, but they're probably going to make some definite, some huge altercations to the character because he's basically a rapist in the comics. <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. I had, And Roger had no idea. Of like, No, dude, I was like, who's that? Dude. Oh, my gosh. When you look up his history, it's like, oops. How are they going to do that? Um, I was kind of pleased with the, with the end credits scene because there's two. Yes. Stay for the mid and end credits. There's an end credits scene. 
and they introduce another character, and it's like, oh boy, that's a cool one. Yeah, the, a character in the movie, but then you hear a voice off screen. I'm not going to say who screen. that, but that is a big deal. It is a big deal. Chloe Zhao rebuild who it is, so you can go and look that up after you've watched the movie. Yeah, um, wait till after you see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay, so let's talk about this other, this other movie yes, you saw. Yes, I, I went to see Antlers. <laughs> For the record, I don't like to see body horror movies or really gross horror movies so Richard sometimes he'll go watch them oh yeah I was very interested because in you know it's produced by Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. and um, I will just say this is one of the freakiest horror movies I've watched <laughs> in a long time like a long time um, it involves the you antlers know, antlers yes yeah. it, it involves uh, you know the legend of the Wendigo mm-hmm. and uh, this is like a Fox searchlight picture or 20th century Searchlight now because Fox no longer exists, but um, they're so they're trying to kind of hammer in like like some messages of environmentalism and mm-hmm. and about abuse and that kind of thing. And I didn't think it really worked that way. But as a straight horror movie, it is terrifying. Like it is scary. I mean, so if you want to see a movie that's going to scare you, yeah, this it is. is the one it is. See. It will freak you out. And the monster. Okay. He looks really good. They made the monster look really good. It's a mix of practical and and uh, and uh, digital. C- digital CGI mm-hmm. effects. Huh. Um, okay. But I will just tell you this, so you know going in, this is an incredibly bleak movie from beginning to end. Okay, so no hope. No hope. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, well, um, I guess that's it. Yeah, well, we didn't... Okay, oh. hang on. we got to do our ratings. So, oh, so okay. Last okay. night, so we did five out of five. Eternals, I have five out of five, in Me my too. opinion. Me too. I don't care yeah. what other people say. Yeah. I think it's a five out of five. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Antlers, I'm going to give a four out of five, because as great as it was, there was a few characters that... Okay, so <laughs> i got to tell you about this one character, because she's just a dumb arch- archetype. So, the this... <laughs> A high school counselor, they mm-hmm. say, would you go check on the boy, you know, because we haven't heard from him and his brother and his father's like a meth addict. So she goes to the house, and <laughs> there's flies everywhere, and you can smell death. You know you can, because there's some bad stuff going on you up there. have smell in this movie? <laughs> no, but you know she can, just <laughs> from what's going on in the movies. Okay. And, you know... She could have been like, you know what, I better call the police. But no, the high school ga- counselor is on the case. She's going to go <laughs> rummaging through the whole house by herself into the into the 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 drug dealer's house, who's yeah. also a monster. And she gets killed in the most brutal way. And I'm just like, well, that's what you get. <laughs> so <laughs> that dropped. Yeah, that that brought it down to four stars to me from okay. five, just because uh, four out of five for four out of five for Antlers. But anyway, anyways, yeah, I think you should go if you love horror movies. You should definitely go see it. Okay, it's worth seeing, and of course, go see the other two movies. They're fantastic. Yeah, go okay. see or go watch Ben. Benny loves you. Benny loves you. Or even buy it. Benny loves you. <laughs> he's like, ta da, wee! <laughs> Every time he like kills somebody, he, he goes and he's like, ta da! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, I am Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Coots.